good boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to Broken But Glorious! Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Officer, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward! Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Lappin and I'm joined by a pair of grizzled young veterans, Nick Davey and Oliver Newman. <laughs> I am Liverpool's number one. <laughs> Soon to be England's number one. I am Birmingham's number one. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Is that our worst ever entrance to a show? Gotta be. No, last, last time I called you Nick Davis. So. <laughs> that was on the best uh, entrances to the show, Chris. <laughs> yeah, so how are you doing, Stephen, lads? Yeah, doing alright, thanks, Chris. Um, glad to be back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, glad to be back as well, because I think I haven't done the show since uh, uh, we previewed the greatest ever, greatest, greatest of all time, greatest Royal Rumble, greatest Royal Rumble of all time. <laughs> the largest Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, the last time we did a show all together was the WrestleMania prediction show, so that's two months, three months, two months ago. And I don't know if we've mentioned it, but I, since then I've been to America. You did a whole show on it? No, we haven't mentioned that at all, Nick. I think you should talk all about it. Uh, if only we had a show where we did, where we gave a good large portion of me talking about wrestling, me and what I did out in America. <laughs> if only. So, before we get it, so tonight we're going to be previewing the UK Championship Tournament. But first, Nick, you were at Ripside this weekend? Oh, yeah, we did get to talk about wrestling. Hooray! <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, Friday night went to um, Riptide in Brighton uh, with some friends. Uh, always a really, really fun evening. Um, always really, really enjoyable. Uh, really, really good venue. Like the way they put in the shows there. Um, but no, um, yeah, obviously um, a good uh, opening match was Candy Floss against Shikara. Um, really good uh, opening match. Two fantastic women who I think have got great, great potential in um, in the UK scene and potentially in the whole of the wrestling scene worldwide. Uh, very, very young in their careers, but put on a very good match. Uh, Candy Cross won, um, so it was a, a good opener for the show in the sense that obviously it's always good. I think when a face gets uh, gets a win, so um, sort of almost uh, get everyone up, uh, sort of everyone happy and everyone obviously off to a good start. Um, we then, um, match? yeah, we then had um, obviously uh, yeah, Spike Trevet come out uh, to wrestle against. Um, it's Mike Bird. First time I've actually ever seen Mike Bird wrestle. I've heard yeah, good I've things about Michael Bird. So yeah, I, I was really looking forward to this match, and um, it, um, it certainly it certainly delivered. Um, really good match, um, and uh, sadly, after that, everyone was there. Uh, it was a win for uh, Spike Trevet. Well, we've um, seen um, Spike Trevet's been announced for um, against Jimmy Havoc in a death match for progress. Yes, yeah, so really weird. I think that's really weird given the fact they're both heels. Yeah. I think Spike Trevet's it's good it's good news for Spike Trevet given that he's been already in that sort of match. Mm. I think um, 
I think he's got a lovely, fantastic career in, in the industry. It's quite true that. I really, really like him. Um, uh, it's, one of the, it's one of the best angles in Riptide at the moment as well, with money versus everybody. Because uh, obviously after the match, um, Damon Moser and Chris Ridgeway came down to um, beat down Mike Bird. And, um, they also did the chair shot. Uh, well, the chair, the chair thing. We're putting his foot in the chair and jumping off the top rope, and, uh, and obviously hurting his foot as a result. Uh, That's called pilmanizing, uh, Nick. Sorry. That's called pilmanizing. It's called cruelty, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, that too. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that's that. Uh, but a good match, though, nonetheless. Uh, then we had uh, the match of the night, probably one of the best matches ever at Riverside that I've seen personally. The Jack Sexsmith versus David Starr. Um, obviously, Jack Sexsmith had a serious. Um, it was a very serious uh, Jack Sexsmith. He really wants to obviously to uh, be in the Brighton Championship tournament in a couple of months' time, and he he was begging David Starr to bring out the best in him. And David Starr proved that he is a fantastic wrestler and not certainly not a joke or anything like that. And it was a very very say it was probably one of the best it was match of the night and um, and um, I think um, and uh, one of the best matches I've seen at Riverside so a really really good match for both men and uh, proves that they're damn good wrestlers as well for both of them um, uh, we then had a uh, we then had Team White Wolf versus Cruiser um, uh, um, Young Veterans Jack, obviously Zach Gibson and James Drake for the Attack Pro Tag Team Championships um, Team White Wolf did win um, it was uh, obviously a fun match uh, obviously, Gibson and Wall uh, and, and Drake getting their usual boos. Uh, it was a, a very good match. Nonetheless, um, uh, they had a little commercial break. Uh, commercial break <laughs> interval. Then I said commercial break. Um, then uh, obviously after the break, we saw it was Money versus Everybody, Moses and Ridgeway versus um, Mills and Mayhew, Connor Mills and um, Maybrick Mayhew. Um, yeah, Money versus Everybody won the match. Um, and then after the, the um, obviously sadly it was Maverick who um, sadly suffered from the, um, um, the chair. well apparently it's called the chair thing is what they're calling it. That's their their move there. So that's um, that's obviously two of them they took out on the night and uh, yeah one of the best angles going in Uh We then had a death match between or well, a no disqualification match between Jimmy Havoc and Vinny. A really really great match. Um, we saw all sorts of in the match. It was very brutal at times, um, and it was a win in the end for Jimmy Havoc. But um, after the match, the uh, Jimmy Havoc res- sort of told Jimmy he respects her, and the two agreed to um, challenge for the. Uh, they want to challenge for the um, Riptide Tag Team Division. Wow. So obviously, which makes it interesting, given there's no they haven't announced there's any belts yet. So hopefully, we will see um, tag belts in the future there as well. Obviously, they've got the first belt coming out in a couple of months' time, so hopefully we'll see a tag division as well in Riptide. Um, so, yeah, no, that was good. And then the main event was a 30-man Riptide Rumble. Uh, the winner was, in the end, was Chuck Mambo. Um, there were some surprise entrances. Uh, some of the surprise entrances was uh, Flash Morgan Webster. Um, he came out. He stole a Charlie Morgan spot by attacking her from behind. Yeah. Um, there was, um, there was obviously, uh, there was, um, there was, a uh, was, um, Pastor William Eva made a surprise appearance. Viper, that was really, really, it was a real big pop when she came out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know there's some surprises there. But yeah, no, in the end it was, um, it was Chuck Mamba that won. Then after the match, Eddie Dennis, um, came out, uh, to obviously, well, to, I personally thought it was going to be a bit of a hill turn given that 
he's still in quite a lot of places at the moment. But no, he, he uh, basically offered his congratulations to Chuck Mambo, but the two have agreed to um, have a wrestle. Um, they, they did. Uh, they agreed to put on a match at the next uh, Riptide show with Mambo's um, spot on the line. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But overall, great show. The run was good fun. Um, so the um, Jack Smith Day's star match was quality, and um, and so it's um, it's going to be interesting in a couple of months' time when they do the um, the Brighton Championship tournament. Cool. Do you know who's been announced for the Brighton uh, tournament yet? Yeah, I mean, I must admit, it's it I haven't seen any. There's no brackets or anything like that yet. I know there's a few names, you know, Spike Trevett's in it. Uh, obviously, David Starr's in it because he, he now be section. I think Walters in it. I think Chris Brooks is in it. I think Candy Floss is qualified. But say I might, I don't, I don't know all the names in full there. That one, that one's doing a bit of digging. So. No, but it, it'll be great. No, looking forward to it. So it's over done for three days. It's all over Pride weekend as well, and obviously Brian's buzzing anyway after Pride weekend. So um, no, looking forward to. It. I've got my tickets sorted for that, and there's one more show next month as well, the final show before the tournament, um, international waters. Hoping to go, but it does potentially clash if we get that far with an England quarterfinal World Cup game. So uh, mm. <laughs> obviously it'll be a certain decision close to the time. So it, could could be, the, 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 it could be against well, Germany. Yeah, well, well, basically, when we draw near our Panama, that'll be when I book my ticket for it, so. <laughs> Oliver, are you going to any shows in the near future? Um, the, the only one I think I've got on the, on the horizon is, uh, New Japan. Mm. Uh, Strong Style Evolved UK in Milton Keynes mm. at the end of the month. Sounds, you know, journey of card or? Uh, just know about the wrestlers who have been announced already. No cards has been. Announced as of this moment in time, and I'm following Rev Pro on uh, Twitter with notifications on. So as soon as anything comes through, I kind of get the the uh, the lowdown from there. So uh, just just the rest has been announced. Um, big Huji Nagata fan. Uh, he's been one of my my favourite wrestlers from you know from the the uh, late nineties. Early 2000s and he's, you know, still going to this day. So it'll be amazing to see him perform live. Um, I don't think the Young Bucks, Marty Scrawl, uh, Kenny Omega are going to be on the show because they're doing the Ring of Honor tapings at the same time. So I'm mm. gutted about that. That's why. Well um, tell again, sorry. Uh, that must be well annoying. Yeah, I'm absolutely gutted. And it kind of, makes me wonder what the results are going to be for this weekend because I can't see the title changing hands to Kenny Omega if he's not on the show but I'm desperately pulling for him to win the title because uh, although Ricardo's really good I don't think he's as great as everyone says he is um, I think Omega's better so um, yeah I don't foresee a show without the um, IWGP heavyweight title being uh, defended in some way, shape, or form. So, um, with Amiga not being on the show, I don't think he's going to win the title. Um, and yeah, just just different names. Minro Suzuki's going to be on the show, which should be really interesting. I've never seen him live. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., who's recently signed a contract with New Japan, is going to be back in the UK for that. Um, yeah, no no ma- matches announced at this moment in time, and um. You know, I'm really hoping they can pull out all stop, you know, all the stops. But uh, yeah, uh, it just it, it, 
the selling point is a New Japan Pro Wrestling show in the UK, and that's never happened before. I know we've had tie-ins and crossovers and stuff, but this is actually a New Japan show, so that was the selling point for me. Cool. Um, I'm going to Wrestle Island from the 1st of July. Uh, got a very exciting card so far. Um, uh, Island champion Sean Only is defending his title against friends of the show, Drill, who won a pill six-man um, at the last show. Um, Sugar Dungerton's back for another UK tour, so he'll be teaming with um, Amia Jordan and Matthew Brooks to take on the Merseyside Murder Squad. Uh, two other guests, former guests, going head-to-head in a lumberjack match with a loser leaves town. So Billy Norton and Mr. Williams will end their 18-month feud in a lumberjack match, and they put, they're both putting their Wrestle Island careers on the line. That was a quality match you sent to me, Chris, the... Uh... Um, the last one when I think Billy Norton's career was on the line. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that kid, kid, kids were crying at the end of that when he thought he'd lost. So. Yeah, it's it, it's just really cool. I like I like the crowd and the participation, mm. and it, it's like a real you know true British wrestling show. You know what I mean? It's all about the fans and having fun. So it really appealed to. The, uh, the rest of the fan in there. Yeah, the last match is a bit of a standout. Um, Terry Izzett, who's been a brilliant form this year. He's had victories over El Aguero, Martin Kirby, Amari um, under his belt this year. And this this show is against um, former Dragon Gate star Ayuki Tano, Tanizaki. I think it's how it's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be an amazing match. I think he'll be the next number one contender for the belt. He'll go, I think Sean Only will beat Drill on this one and then he'll be against Terry at the next show probably, the way the storyline's going. So. But, yeah, it's going to be a really exciting show. So. Hello, it's me, Sammy, the Glitch, Gannon. And I'm Crash, and together we are the Arcade. You're listening to Broken But Glorious. Right, um, also a bit of a quickie. Um, World of Sports series tapings have happened since our last show. I'm not going to do any spoilers, but I just want to mention some of the wrestlers that are involved with it. So, um, the, at the at taping was Will Ospreay, Davy Boy Jr., Grado, Doug Williams, Rampage Brown, Shire, Samuels, Lionheart, Kaylee Ray, Viper, Martin Kirby, Joe Hendry, Bree Presley, Nathan Cruz, Kip Saban, Robbie X, Adam um, made it. Oh, Max Dead, um, Gabriel Kidd, um, Liam Slater. So it's amazing roster they've put up so far. So. Yeah, that's that's a really good roster of people, especially mm. with uh, Will Ospreay working the taping. See if somehow uh, World of Sport can have a uh, relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm. That would be absolutely huge. Yeah. I think I think Australia is a major one to get on there. I'm surprised. Did you say Viper's on there? Viper, yeah. I'm surprised by that because wasn't she on? She was on the May Young Classic, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. So, sure. Yeah, surprised. I know she was obviously on. She was on it first time round in the um, World of Sport. Uh, 
but yeah, no, uh, yeah, Nathan Cruz, I'm not, uh, I haven't seen much of him for a while, so it'd be nice to see him when it, when it comes back on. But some good, there's some good talent on there, so hopefully it works. Doug Williams is another another great name. Obviously, revolutionised British wrestling in the early 2000s. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's a great person to have on your uh, your show. He's getting out. He's how old is Doug Williams? That must be in his sixties or late fifties. He's probably in mid forties. Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Doug. Doug Williams is going to be after you now. <laughs> well, I've had I've had a few ones of Dave Mastiff at a progress show where he uh, stole my chair and used it as a weapon, then threw my coat in my face. <laughs> so Let's hope Doug does the same thing <laughs> or something similar. But no, it is um, all joking aside. It is a very um, it's a very very good lineup, and as I suspect, um, yeah, no, some, some great matches. And uh, yeah, so Osprey is the key name on that on that hat there. Considering the people who have gone on, uh, either left the World of Sport uh, roster or gone to WWE UK, they've, they've not done too badly in replacing them, have they? No. I was trying to think of the one, the main, the major ones who have left. Then is obviously uh, Gibson, Massive, Ligero. Um, there's not ma- oh Coffee as well, Joe Coffee. So yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. They're probably the four major ones that stand out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other news as Joe Henry is at the the last weekend he made his debut for at the Impact Tapings. He faced okay. Eli Drake. I'm not going to do any spoilers, but um, Oliver as our resident Impact guy, are you excited for this? Yeah, like I said to uh, Adam Davey on the uh, Impact Wrestling Under Pressure review, uh, you know, which was my my comeback show for Broken McGlory's Wrestling Podcast, because been away for a short while. Um, I'm, you know, I haven't seen much of him in the ring lately. Mm. Um, it was the him singing his own wrestling theme song that brought him to my attention and everyone else's. And then in the ring, he's, he's really good. He obviously went with Scotland to the Commonwealth Games. Uh, so, you know, he's obviously got the, the right temperament and the skills uh, needed in, in wrestling, both amateur and professional. And it's just an, it's an opportunity, isn't it? Really, um, they want to break back into the UK uh, with this uh, upcoming WrestleMania con, don't they? Yeah. And they've ch- put a challenge out to any UK promotion or promotions. So they've brought Grado back. Um, you know, they've got Katarina with Grado, who obviously went by the name Nikita back in the day. And uh, this Joe Hendry's just another great cog in the machine, really, another great. A UK wrestler that they can use to build up the brand uh, and make the uh, the UK fans, uh, you know, want to switch on to Impact Wrestling. So it's a win-win for everyone involved, really. I do hope that they let him do his own entrances because that's part of his. That's the most amazing part of his act. Is it? That's how it's still, the still best spray has the same one. Yeah. The and best thing about that though is the sky. Oh. But the best thing with Joe Hendry's uh, ring entrance is obviously he sings his own entrances, doesn't he? So he might be able to get around like the copyrighted side of things. Mm. So Nick, are you you a fan of Hendry? Yeah, mate. Yeah. Will you will you be checking out his impact run? 
Um, I mean, I don't really watch Impact, but I'll, I'll probably give it a go just to see what Joe Hendry can do. We've, we've got to convert. Nick was against Impact from for a long time. <laughs> I still have. He's finally, he's finally <laughs> buying into what, I, what, what me and Adam have been selling for the last few months. No, I still don't believe in Impact Wrestling. <laughs> I watch, it, I watch it if I can. I record it every week, but if I have to spare two hours, I'll watch it. I just don't see why I should have to do it to myself. <laughs> it's been really good recently. So. Yeah. yeah. You're missing that, Nick. Yeah, I think they did waste the whole Pentagon Junior title thing. It only lasted a couple of weeks. So. Well, I've still started that uh, because I was, I was I've obviously cancelled my progress subscription because I was trying to manage my monthly outgoings. And um, I just sort of just keep watching that. So I just keep catching, just going with all spoilers for all like, the indie companies. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the punk rock supernova Eric Eminon, the leader of the indie card mafia, the voice of the free world, and you are listening to Broken But Glorious. Alright, shall we go on to the UK tournament then? So the... Hooray! <laughs> Alright, so we'll just go through the whole bra- um, bracket match by match, give our positions. We'll do the whole tournament. So, then we'll... so the first round is yeah, oh, yeah. the first round is happening this weekend at the Download Festival, which I'm gutted about. So I used to go to Download every year when I went. It was Britannia Lucha they had every year, not NXT. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> was that back in the 1950s? No, I'm not that old. But the last... <laughs> 2010 was the last time I went. I think. So... I'd have only been 10. I'd have been 16 then. <laughs> <laughs> You've only been 16, but you're acting like a 10 year old, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, between 2010 was, yeah, 2010 was the year I finished school. Oh, 98 was when I finished school. <laughs> 2001 for me. God. Yeah, um, yeah, between 99 and 2010, I went to at least one festival a year. Kids and responsibilities and stuff caught up with me. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Alright, so start with the first match of the brackets. It's um, Liverpool's number one, Zach Gibson versus Amir Jordan. I think it's going to be an amazing match. Gibson. <laughs> Gibson. Yeah, Gibson's winning that. I'm sorry. Too, I think yeah. Gibson will go quite far in the whole tournament, I reckon. Um, I mean, it's Pete, Pete Dunn, I mean, because obviously we don't, we don't see, Pete Dunn's obviously a face at the moment. Obviously, it's having his feet, so I wouldn't be surprised if Gibson's even. I think Pete Lance can definitely class as a face, so I think it'll be a ill person that win the tournament. So I think Gibson could be a, a favourite. Could be. Have they said what, when it gets a match for the UK Championship? Obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, so on, been... the, on the Tuesday night, Nick. Oh, was, oh, oh, so shit! So it's not. Actually... And, and, and do, do you guys know? Uh, if this is this is something you've come across, but I read about it today. That they're going to show it live on the network. Yeah. Are they going to show oh, okay. it live? I, I, I don't think they were. I don't know. Yeah, because like, I'd spoke to you, Chris, and you weren't sure, and then I've read it today. Only because it's a Monday and Tuesday. Because it's a Monday and Tuesday, and I don't want, think they wanted it to clash with Raw and SmackDown. That's why I thought it might not be live. Yeah, well, oh, okay, Monday's, well, uh, Monday's thingy. Monday's England versus Tunisia as well. Yeah, the, that that's going to be clashing with that, but... Because uh, there was there was talk about whether the Royal Albert Hall would sell out on the same day as England versus Tunisia. I'll go watch the wrestling over the football. <laughs> Just watch them both. <laughs> right, so we're going for Zach Gibson in that first match then? So. Yeah. 
I do think it's going to be a really good match. I think Amir Jordan is a huge talent to be. In a couple of years, I think he'll be one of the top British wrestlers. Is that the guy? Is he from Defiant? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought I'd seen the name before. Yeah, I've seen, he's been at the last couple Wrestle Island shows, and he's a really nice guy. I spoke to him. He took, took a few photos of me and my son and stuff. Yeah. Right, next, for some reason, Drew Gulak's in the tournament. I still haven't found a reason why. Um, Drew Gulak versus Jack Gallagher. He's a thief. He's a thief. Drew Gulak is. Yeah, he's, he's, he's stealing a perfectly good spot for any wrestlers going. Some people are saying it's because of his... He's, He's influenced so much by the British style. That's why he's in the tournament. I mean, I, I like Drew Gulak. Don't get me wrong. And um, he, I mean, he's quality on Twitter Live. But I just rather I don't know why. There's loads of English talent out there um, that could easily have the spot in there. So, if it's any consolation, guys, this match has already taken place. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. What? I'm not going to say. Well, I don't know what, who the winner is, spoiler-wise, but. Uh, I was listening to Switch On Tag In, and during their news roundup, they said that uh, Gulak versus Gallagher had taken place either before 205 Live or it was, NXT. It was, it was on I'm NXT, sure. the last round of NXT. Was that NXT? Yeah, okay. Uh, NXT. And well, we all, we all I know. I hope Gallagher wins, because, um, yeah, for the obvious reason. Um, but no, um, no, it'd be interesting to see... Um, to see, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, even Gallagher, I'm not really convinced. I mean, he's already, whilst he obviously is good for, he's obviously an English wrestler, but again, I think he's obviously, does he really need to be in there as well? He's on 205 Live. Like, I thought it would be nice to have a sort of a tour where it's all about players, sort of people who haven't really been noticed on the, in the scene, if that makes sense. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's loads of guys to put in. So, we, we, we said we, they could have put, like a Dean Ormark or a Jody Fleisch or a... Roy Jack, Johnson. Yeah, or a Johnny Storms. Of some, a couple of legends. Johnny Storm, yeah. Johnny Storm, there's a I thought Williams was before he signed with, uh, you know, uh, World of Sport. Johnny Storm's still wrestling? Yeah. Jesus. I'd imagine so. I remember I seen him wrestle once at Burgess Hill, then a week later I had a holiday in Somerset and he was wrestling at another show down there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I don't know if he wrestles as often as he used to, but he's still on. See, yeah, I just well thought it could have been nice to throw a couple of legends in just to, as a thank you to the British scene type thing. Absolutely. All right, so we're we going for Jack Gallagher on that one. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with Gallagher. All right, so that's Flash Morgan Webster versus James Drake. James Drake was in the sh- uh, tournament last year. I think. James Drake is a beat. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, two guys who are fantastic wrestlers. This would be a great match, I think. Um, I think um, they seem to be building Flash up quite a lot in WWE. Obviously, we saw them through our fight live. Um, he is the king of the mods. Um, so, you know, I, I think Jack, I'm looking forward to this match, but I think, I think it'll be Jack Gallagher that'll win. But, um, Jack Gallagher? Sorry, um, I beg your pardon. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster, I reckon, will win. Uh, I think yeah. so they've been building up Flash quite a bit, um, in, uh, obviously in WWE at the moment. Um, but no, it's two guys I'm really happy to see. But I think with, on the subject of James Drake, I'd love to see him Gibson uh, in the next year the Grizzled Gun elections as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose. And because NXT could do with, with tag teams and stuff, and then 
down the line you could break them up when you have two singles wrestlers. Well, yeah, but there, isn't there like a big complaint at the moment why uh, why AOP and why the about the, so I was reading I was watching an interesting uh, what culture uh, thing about the tag teams that are being unused on, on it's ridiculous though to be fair isn't it I mean like AOP they don't know what to do with AOP at the moment on Raw Sanity haven't been sort of they've sort of forgotten they've called them up. Uh, it's all a bit of a mess, I think, at the moment. Some of the tag yeah, teams in the main roster. And it is annoying because they've, they've got so many amazing tag teams, which is just the annoying part. But So I feel like we've gone off something. Right? No, no, we're going off a tangent, I don't know. <laughs> right, so I, yeah, I did speak to, I interviewed Dave Mercy from the Chaos Pro Wrestling last week, and he's, he's, fr- he's friends with Flash Morgan Webster, and he's so proud that one of his guys has made it this far after the been wrestling for like 15 years and, and he suffered quite a nasty injury as well a couple of years ago Flash as well mm. yeah, so. that was a quality interview again Chris no, um, I haven't got around to promote it yet but I really enjoyed listening to it on uh, Monday yeah it was a good one yeah. Yeah. and I listened to uh, Flash Morgan Webster uh, he had a conversation with Dean Ormark obviously friend of the show um, really big fan of the, the Mad Father yeah, uh, Flash Morgan Webster. Yeah, I, I love his. Um, I think. Uh, listen to that. Sorry. I love. I love his wrestling friends podcast. Yeah, uh, I've only listened to this episode because it was obviously with Dean and his situation. But I think I'll listen to more because he's he's very very uh, likable and he's a great host. So uh, yeah, I, I think his wrestling skills are quality on five star wrestling. His talking skills were really really good. Only second to uh, Liverpool's number one, Zach Gibson. So I think it's uh, Flash Morgan Webster's time to shine. Yeah. So he's my pick. Yeah, I, I only discovered that podcast because I was trying to research for the first Dave Mercy interview we did in October. And I've, I've listened every week since, so, or well, every time he's pushed yards since. Yeah. I don't agree with the, the one hour. 45 minutes thing that obviously for a wrestler who's travelling from town to town and they've got like an 8 hour drive or whatever yeah, it's very important for a long podcast to be involved <laughs> but most people want to be in and out of podcasts so mm. uh, an hour or under or 30, 30 odd minutes and under tends to be a really good um, you know time for a podcast to be but it was very entertaining yeah. and it kind of filled in the gaps that I had from the Dean Ormark interview. Well you know from your interview with him, Nick Dean Ormark can talk <laughs> Yeah <laughs> but that's what you want as an, an interviewer to be honest uh, you want your interviewee to talk and you want to ask as fewer questions as possible and that's pretty much what we did hmm. uh, the interview went an hour and 45 minutes in it so if I sent it out in one, which we did with that, uh, you know, pro wrestling subjective Steve Valentino, it, uh, it could have gone that long or longer. So, uh, mm. you know, we, we learned from that that it's best to set it, set it out as three parts. And then with this Corey Johnson interview that we've done two parts of, uh, and there's two parts to come, it's, you know, two hours, ten minutes. So, you know, a bit crazy. Right, the next match is two guys who were in the tournament last year, Tyson T-Bone and Jordan Devlin. Jordan 
Yeah. <laughs> it's about, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, it'll be, uh, nothing you can say to that is the really, in all honesty. It'll be another good match. Um, I think that, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tyson T-Burns really impressed me. I've seen him a couple of times live. Yeah, I'm he's not, a big I'm, lad as well, Tyson T-Burns. He is, He's wanted to have his breed a bit. Well, I think both men as well. I think when I read it, I was reading a wrestling magazine um, on my last uh, year, um, WH Smith, on my lunch break. And uh, I read that Jordan Devlin, there's a big article on Jordan Devlin about him being the most unused wrestler on the, on the um, in the UK scene. Yeah. Which I quite agree with, to be fair. But he's slowly getting uh, uh, more matches in. Uh, he's slowly getting more matches. He's actually got a match, funny enough, at Riptide, and that's just reminded me actually the next Riptide show against Jack Sexsmith, which I'm looking forward to. You know, right and qualifier. Um, so, no, I think this will be a really good match, and I think Devin hopefully can go quite far in this one as well. Yeah, I can see him winning, beating T-Bone. He's also got a match against um, Tanazuki on his UK tour for uh, TNT Wrestling, who I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing the commentator from <laughs> TNT tomorrow. So, so hopefully we will be talking about that. So, so. I, I've got Devlin on this one as well, I think. Well, we haven't disagreed yet. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, Give it time, Chris. Right, next we've got Tucker versus Joe Coffey. Jum, jum. Da, 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 da. He's a wrestler, a mighty wrestler. His name is Joe Coffee. <laughs> oh, Joe Coffee. I, I want Joe Coffee to win this because I want to see Joe Coffee versus Dave Masters in the quarterfinal. Can you bring out a CD with all your songs, <laughs> all your wrestling-related themes? I think you'll, I think you'll get your wish there, Chris. I think Joe Coffee's going to win, and uh, I'm a big fan. Just of ignored what I said. <laughs> Well, I don't want to spoil it for the viewers. <laughs> I'm going to announce it. I'm going to announce it at the end of the show tonight. That one new CD. Um, all in good time. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, I, I think with Joe Coffee, um, he, he's one of someone I've really rated as well for a while. I've seen him have some great um, matches, um, on the, especially at Progress. Uh, he's one of I really like. Obviously, it's a good reaction from the crowd. Me and mates have got a sort of a um, Bit of a jokey argument because they're not really too keen on him, but they know I am. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I just always get, I've always, I've always been a big fan of Joe Coffey, and yeah, I think he's another one who could go quite far. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, completely agree with, with Nick uh, once again. I've got Coffey for this uh, match. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I can see Coffey going all the way to semi-finals probably. And he's already had a match as well for the UK title in the past against Pete Dunne at a ICW show. Yeah. Right, next up is Dave Masters versus Kenny Williams. Bit of odd, an odd match. <laughs> Complete high flyer versus the mammoth of British wrestling. So. Yeah, you don't want to be Kenny Williams in this match, do you? <laughs> no, you don't want to get some of them cannonballs into the corner. And... <laughs> in all honesty, uh, yeah, the... One of the pride of the black country wins this one and shows on a uh, global, you know, television format. Ready for this opportunity. He's got the look that WWE seems to like at the moment. With the like, Braun Strowman, oh, Big Dame, I can't think of his name. Killian Dane. Yeah. That kind of look. It's... Well, hopefully this is the one that 
that sends him there, in all honesty, uh, in the in the near future, obviously, as part of this, the UK's, but I want to see him on NXT and Raw and SmackDown in the future, mm. if possible. So, do you give Kenny Williams a chance, Mick? Um, I think, um, I think that I don't give him a chance at all. I think Dave's Masters got this, I think it's probably the most blatant match who's going to win, to be honest. <laughs> um, but no, Dave Master as well, he's obviously he's still got my challenge if he wants to finish off you. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm a big I'm a big fan of Master as well. I mean, I always liked it, not progress with the uh, the origin. But I think for such a big lad, Master, I mean, we're talking not just a big lad, I mean, we're talking a massive man. He, he still is not one of his ones who gets around the ring so quick as well to be there, such a big bloke. So, um, so he's uh, always really surprised me, but really, so really well respected a man in the. Uh, in the scene, I hope he does well as well. It's nice to see wrestlers like him who, who have generally have been in the UK scene quite well get recognised. Next match is another match between two overseas wrestlers when a Mexican meets a Kiwi. So El Guerra versus Charles Banks. I think this could be ma- match of the first round. So. Travis our champion. Travis our champion. <laughs> Travis our champion. Travis our champion. Keep it 100. Right, um, I think, uh, This could be a match of the tournament, in all honesty, Chris. It's too bad that we've, this is going to be app download, so I don't know if they're going to show this on the network. We want network. <laughs> this one of the match is going to be a download. I think it'll be yeah. a great match. Um, I, mean, I think, to be fair, this is probably the hardest one to call, I feel. Yeah, I agree with you, Nick. If I'm going to pick, if I'm going to pick, though, I will imagine it will probably be given the fact that he's currently Progress Champion, given that WWE and Progress have such a good relationship and everything. I will imagine it will probably be, and this is no disrespect to El Guerra, but I think it will be Travis Banks. Yeah, definitely. Uh, based on that, but I think still it would be a great match, and um, and I just hope El Guerra has a good thing, I think it will be nice to see El Guerra at the WWE run. My two-year-old calls him Scary Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see the origin in WWE someday. Sorry? I'd love to see the origin in WWE one day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think in this situation, this is, like, like you guys have said, one of the hard, the hardest match to call so far, I'm not sure. Um, I, I would imagine it's going to be the hardest to call of the first round. Um, it, it, it's, it's a toss-up, uh, really, because Leguero has deserved this platform since I've... You know, wrote about him, uh, in like 2007. Travis Banks is obviously, you know, one of the very best in the UK, uh, with the relationship with Progress and WB and him being their heavyweight champion. That obviously strengthens the, uh, the cause in that, that side of things. Um, so I think it's, it's going to be Travis Banks, but it's going to be, very close and this is the kind of match where you'll be on the edge of your seat because you won't be able to truly know 100% which way this match is going to go until the final seconds. Cool, so we're going for Travis Banks. Okay. I think the next match could be really good. This is Ashton Smith versus um, Joseph Connors. not seen Ashton Smith for a couple of years. I saw him a few years ago. He was part of the first uh, World of Sports show, wasn't he? He's team with yeah, with Rampage, Rampage Brown, Brown, wasn't it? He's, he's very impressive, but I can't see him beating Jason Connors. 
I think it'll be a win for. Um, I don't. I think I. I like. See, I like Joe Connors though. I like, I like this feud with um, with uh, Pete Dunne on Progress. So um, I'd personally quite like to see um, uh, Connors win because um, I think he's quite a cool heel. Yeah. Uh, but Ashton Smith, I'm excited. See, I've never really seen Ashton Smith fight that much, so I'd um, I'm quite looking forward to seeing him wrestle and see what he's got. I've seen him live once, and then I've seen him on the World of Sport special. Ashton Smith, and I've been very impressed with him. I think it would be an upset if Smith wins, but I've known him since way back when, once again. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for him in this situation, so uh, just to go against the grain, I'm going to have him with the upset win. You're going to face the Connors. Is that Bron? <laughs> Alright, so should we do our quarterfinals then? So we've gone for Zach Gibson versus Jack Gallagher. We'll just we'll fly for these ones. So, what do you think? I believe I can fly. <laughs> uh, Gibson wins that one, Chris. Yeah, yeah I have that as well. Yeah, I quite agree. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster versus Jordan Devlin. Flash Webster. Yeah, same here. Um, Joe Coffey versus Dave Mastiff in a just two hosses. I've got Joe Coffey. Mastiff. Oh. Oh. I've gone for coffee. Uh, Travis Banks versus Joseph Connors. Travis Banks. Well, Banks versus Smith. Uh, Banks. Banks. That's my one, isn't it? Well, we're, we're doing it at democracy. So. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm making a note of this as I go along to see if I've got it right. From the end, so, yeah. so I'm, I'm just doing my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> our first semi-final is Webster versus Gibson. Gibson. Uh, it's that's a tough feel. That is really depends if Banks is progress Banks or um, you know the, the Banks that he started out his career in the UK. If he's progress banks, then he's kind of a villain at the moment, isn't he? So yeah, he, I don't think they're going to do a villain against a villain in the final. So it would my my my, my final probably Gibson versus Banks, um, but that wouldn't work if Gibson is is always going to be a villain. So I guess uh, Banks would have to be the hero in that situation. See, I don't. I think I think Coffee will win. I think it'll be back Gibson versus Coffee in the final. So, one second. Gibson. Uh, right. Gibson, the semi-final. And then we've got Mastiff Banks. And that's Banks. Okay, and your final is Gibson against Banks. Exactly. And uh, that's... That's a real toss-up, that is. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Gibson because of Banks being the progress champion. I want to, I, I think that Pete Dunne versus Gibson would be a great match. Yeah, I, I think Pete Dunne versus Gibson will happen, will happen on the Tuesday night. That's what I'm going to go with. Now, knowing that Gibson has signed the WWE, that's, the only, that's the, my toss-up for why Gibson's going to win it. Yeah. It could be Travis Banks, but it's dependent on... Well, actually, yeah, I was going to say it's dependent on the character he plays, but I, they're not going to do two 
two villains in the final are they? I suppose somebody could turn in the match. But he, with with what Pete Donny's um, character was at the moment, obviously being a hero, mm. it'll uh, it'll be a villain that goes against him, won't it? So that means it'll be Gibson, uh, unless obviously they do like the progress side of Travis Banks currently. Okay, so we're going... waffled on a bit there. <laughs> Sorry, lads. That's all right, so we're going for Gibson to win the whole thing. Yep. Yes, sir. Right, uh, other, matches, other matches on the first day are British Strong Style versus the Undisputed Era. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we called that. Um, uh, we called that back at um, as soon as uh, NXT Takeover when happened straight away. Especially picked that up over the pitch on the Trent Seven. Um, yeah, I, I, predi- I predicted this for the next Takeover. Is this actually going to be, yeah, is it actually British Strong Stars, the one Dan Birch and... No, it's done seven and eight. Oh, cool. This is Cole, Cole O'Reilly and Strong. That'd be cool. Yeah, you're getting them uh, mistaken with the takeover Chicago match, Nick, yeah. where Lorcan and Birch are going up against the Undisputed Era. Do they seem to repeat that? No, it's a tag team title match. I haven't actually seen the, um, the card yet for... Um... NXT TakeOver Chicago. I know it's Ricochet versus Velvet and Dream, which I already think I'm going to have a trouser accident over. <laughs> um, Don't say that on Saturday night, though, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's um, Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan. Birch and Larkin versus Undisputed Era. Gargano and Champa. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I've seen the best ever NXT TakeOver, so you lot can all just uh, bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> We had, we had fun reviewing it on the Sunday. <laughs> we reviewed it on the Sunday. That was fun. So. That was nice. There will never be a better takeover than that. Mark my words. I can't remember the women's matches. It's Shayna Baszler versus... The, uh, that's the women's Akira. match. Akira. Akira. Who? Oh, Kairi Sane. Kairi Sane. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Akira. Almost as Akira to Zala. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so what, so what, what's your prediction for this match then? Bit strong style, I'll have to go over and rip one. Yeah, definitely. But then you've got Adam Cole, baby! <laughs> yeah, British strong style, I'll have to win this match. What about Adam Cole? <laughs> I to say it. Well, they've got a tag team title match the next day, so if Bait or Seven get a pin over um, Strong or O'Reilly, that could set up the title match the next day. Or if Bait defeats Adam Cole, that could set up the US title match, the North American title match the next day. Yeah, it could do, definitely. But we'll come on to well, you could have, you could have the three against the, the three, couldn't you? Um, in different matches. You'd have Mustache Mountain for the tag titles. Pete Dunne's against and, the win of the tournament. Oh, no, no, Mustache Mountain, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Yeah, for the tag titles. Then. Yeah, for the tag titles, yeah. <laughs> Right, um, another match of the fatal floor away where the winner will face Shayla Baszler on the on the nineteenth. So it's Issa Dawn, I've not heard of her, versus Ginny versus Killer Kelly versus Tony Storm. Tony Storm's gonna win. I'd love it if Ginny won, but she's Ginny um, could win because she's just signed apparently for the development. Oh really? Center. I'm sure I saw that today. I might be lying. I'm sure I saw that today. Let's still talk about this match. Uh, that's really surprised me. That has, uh, yeah. No, I think um, I think Tony Storm. Then. 
Hi, this is Oliver Newman, author of A Fan's Perspective 2016, What a Year to Be a Fan of WWE, and A Fan's Perspective, One Man's Exploration of British Wrestling, available on paperback and Kindle via Amazon now. And you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Yeah, I'm going to get for 10 still. So if we go on to the 19th, so on our show, we would have Pete Dunne versus Zach Gibson for the UK Championship. Yeah. Would you have Gibson go over, or would you have Pete retain? I'd love it if Gibson went over, but... Yeah, I, I, I think Dunne's had the title for a year. Obviously, he's a fellow Brummy, so I want him to do well in everything he does. Uh, but the best way to make a splash with Zach Gibson, who's, you know... One of, if not the best talker in the UK. His wrestling skills are amazing. He's having him win the tournament and having him win the title. Even if you have to, even if he has to do it by cheating in some shape or form, because obviously Dunn's kept the title for over a year, and yeah. if he's cheated out of it, uh, <coughs> the fans will go crazy. Do you know, um, oh, this might be a bit controversial, but I actually want Pete Dunn to move away from the UK. So I want Pete Dunn to. Um, Wrestle higher up. I'd love to see Pete Dunne have a feud with um, for Adam Cole from America. I know it sounds a little bit easy now to go. I'd love to see a Pete Dunne Adam Cole feud. But, I'd love uh, all Pretty strong styles to move to SmackDown. Yeah, well, I just love. I think yeah, I'd love to see him move up. But then, not even SmackDown yet. I just would love to see him be at the higher end of NXT um, regularly because um, I think just Pete Dunne special. I think one of the best wrestlers actually in NXT at the moment. In all honesty, though, Nick, if you look at the amount of times he's been on NXT and the takeovers and stuff, he's look, it's very, you know, uh, very possible that he could uh, move to NXT, and that's why they're moving new UK, uh, you know, tournament participants onto the brand to kind of make up for the loss of maybe Don Bate, Seven, etc. Yeah, absolutely. A bit weird that Mark Andrews is there. Mm. He's on 205 Live, doesn't he? I suppose, yeah, well then, the whole yeah, life no. do that, but no, I mean, yeah, that's true. The, the, one, the one that's weird that's not in it in particular is uh, Wolfgang. Yeah, that's true. That, that's a strange one because he, he disappeared at the face of the air. Yeah, he was booked quite favourably in the tournament, uh, the original one, and then he had some NXT matches and Next team, it's going to be quite high on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, the next match on my list is Alistair Black and Ricochet versus EC3 and Velveteen Dream. Ah, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean Black, the champion. I mean Black and Ricochet will win. Well, that's just a made. I wish that was a fatal four away for the title rather than a tag team match. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, we've gone for Shayna Baszler versus Tony Storm. Baszler retains, I'm going to Yeah, it's Laser, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping Tony yeah. Storm signs full-time, so that's Tony Storm. I don't know whether my mate's winding me up, he keeps saying she's in our local Weatherspoons. <laughs> <laughs> she says he, he says she lives in New Brighton. Does she? <laughs> there was a bit of Taylor Swift in the, the uh, bar I went to, uh, just outside the Genting Arena. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought it was... Uh, so... Could be possible doppelgangers all around us and everything. Oh, he reckons he spoke to her and she said if she was Tony Storm. <laughs> <coughs> Alright, the next two matches are to be arranged. So, uh, Adam Cole defending his US title, uh, North American title, sorry. 
Adam Cole. <coughs> um, so who do you My think name. he should defend against? Think? Possibly Travis Banks if he gets to the final. Yeah, that'd be a good show. Or mm, anyone from the tournament, probably. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Adam Cole versus Seth Rollins. <laughs> Uh, I think, uh, yeah, no, I'm mean, Adam Cole. Well, it's been announced today that Shawn Michaels is open to doing one more match. Shawn Michaels versus Adam Cole. And he's there Cole. for, <laughs> and he's coming over for those shows, isn't he? Yeah. So, who knows? Shawn Michaels versus Adam Cole for the U. I don't want to say calling it the NXT US title, the NXT North Americans. I said it's correct yeah. name when it came up. It's basically the, the NXT US title, though, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go for Travis Banks, and I think Adam Cole will retain, obviously. Yeah, I think Travis Banks as well will be a good shout, depending on character again. And then I think it'll be Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era, unless they make a team up of people in the tournament. I would imagine there's going to be some kind of UK tournament uh, tag team, six or eight man tag kind of thing, maybe. It's not been announced yet. But then they've got that. I know, but people have got to be eliminated and stuff, haven't they? This is the second day. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So they, they, could, they could throw a tag team together if, if they don't want to use Mustache Mountain again. Yeah. yeah. It could be another match. It hasn't been announced yet, so I don't want to speculate. Really. Mm. But it could be cool if they do an 8 or 10 man tag. It's normally a New Japan thing, but it might work with... Uh, the, it's sixteen man tournament, isn't it? So you got so many people you can use. Mm. Yeah, but eight of them are going out in the first round, aren't you? So you could use that as a four on four, using them guys to go out in the first round. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So, you got any other thoughts on the UK tournaments? No, just just really looking forward to watching it. I, I guess. Um, like we've said before, Travis Banks against El Ligero could be the best match in the whole tournament. Um, I hope they do record, do a decent record of the ones at the download tournament, at the download festival. Yeah. And we don't just get told this person beat this person, this person beat this person. What's going to yeah. happen about the review? Us reviewing it. Hey? Sorry? What's going to happen about the review? reviewing it? Because obviously we've got, well, because we've got obviously a lot on at the moment, so obviously we'll have to take over the money in the bank plus this. Well, well this could happen the Tuesday after it's on, couldn't it? Maybe. You could see. Oh, we'll find time to review it, I think. So. Yeah, I'm sure it so it's definitely live. I I read it today that it was going to be on the network, and it might, and, it, and because of that, it will clash with the England Tunisia match. So maybe you know, double check close to the time, but that's what's been said. That's that as well. We'll see. And it's going back going back to the UK tournament second, Coffee versus Mastiff, if it happens, is gonna be the battle of the hosses and that's always fun to watch. Yeah. Um that's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and then the semi finals look amazing on paper. Webster Webster against Gibson, Mastiff against Banks, and then Gibson against Banks if if everything goes the way we think it's gonna go. Um there's some quality matches. There's not going to be a bad match in the tournament if the uh, competitors are given the right amount of time to 
be able to work with. It should be a really good show. It should be even better than the the uh, the first UK tournament to crown the uh, UK champion. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah. Yep. Right. Is there anything else you want to discuss? So we've just passed the hour. Uh, Oh, sorry. Um, it's just been announced on uh, on Twitter. Uh, if you've been following the CM Punk and Colt Cabana uh, defamation case against Dr. Christopher Aman, yeah. uh, if you've been following that, guys. I've heard about it. I only well. heard that the CM Punk had to admit what CM stands for. Yeah. Well, basically, it's come to a conclusion today. Uh, and the jury... Turn to WWE. Well, you know, maybe, maybe not. These come out and been very outspoken about that, especially after being given these uh, walking papers on his wedding day. Um, the jury's found in favour of CM Punk and Colt Cabana on all counts filed by Christopher. A man need yeah. will have to pay anything. Very good. There you go. All well ends well. I still can't believe. CM stands for Czech Magnet. I thought it was Chicago's own sounds so much better. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. <laughs> Chicago made. Chicago, yeah, Chicago made. Sorry. But <laughs> Czech Magnet. CM. <laughs> so, so do you reckon, do we reckon be... he's going to be all in, lads? I don't think. Oh, I can't see him being in a wrestling capacity. I could see him making an appearance. Yeah, I, I'd love to see him against. Uh, Kenny Omega, that's that's somebody's done a promo for it. That would be incredible. I'm sure in our prediction show, I predict it'll be CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan in the main event. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, if Bryan doesn't sign the contract, his uh, contract runs out, doesn't it, on that day or there or thereabouts? Yeah, apparently that's why he's, st- he's stuck in this feud of Big Cass and they haven't put yeah. him in the match because he hasn't signed yeah. the contract yet. So. And um, the Obviously, the other thing as well, uh, Nick doesn't watch Impact, you watch it sparingly, Chris. Uh, Sammy Callahan's kind of called out Chris Jericho. Any chance of Chris Jericho being in the Impact Zone, do you reckon? No, but he did tweet Don Callis today, inviting Impact to be part of his cruise. Yeah, you, you don't think, because obviously Jericho, he never thought he'd turn up in New Japan. He wrestled Kenny Omega, he's wrestling. It's a bit different, uh, New Japan. Tensei. It's not. It's not in America, is it? I think he's still, he's, he's still got Vince's blessing to go to New Japan. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's not gonna have Vince's blessing to go to Impact Wrestling though, considering they've talked about it in a disparaging way on their actual TV show. Mm. Right. So, uh, interesting. I think Jericho against Sammy Callahan at Slammiversary would be amazing. But he's gonna be dead, isn't he? Isn't Eddie Edwards gonna kill him next week? Well, yeah. It, it, that's going to have to go the other way around, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And he said he's Eddie Edwards said he's going to murder Sammy Callahan on this week's show. This is what you're missing, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and on the conference call tomorrow, it's his wife, I think, Alicia. Has the conference call with Tessa Blanchard been released? Um, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think it has. Did you, did you ring? No. It was on a Thursday. Yeah. When I do the yeah, it's on Thursday. We're getting off the topic, we're talking about just random stuff in the minutes of finishing the show. <laughs> <laughs> no. You asked the question. <laughs> no, she's. Yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah, I did the. It was our last football podcast of the season last Thursday, so I had to do that instead. Oh, okay. Well, it's my birthday, so. 
Right, so many thanks for listening. Um, don't forget to check out our interviews. We've had one with Chaos owner, Pro Wrestling Chaos owner Dave Mercy, which was released last Friday. Um, this Friday we're releasing an interview with TNT Extreme Wrestling commentator Paul Kissop. And then the following Friday we'll have two interviews for you. We've got up-and-coming British wrestler Ryan Paris and Chicago tag team Frantic and Volga. It should be fun So they want to do it in kayfabe, in character. So I'm still don't know how I'm going to do it. I think it'll be really fun. <laughs> Alright, so if you enjoy our show, check us out on Twitter. It's at BBGWPod. And on Facebook, it's also BBGWPod. And check out our t-shirts. It's a link in the description below this podcast. And we'll see you for our review of Money in the Bank. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone.